Good morning, and thanks for joining me again for this devotional time. We're going to read Psalm 75 this morning. I'm going to read verses 1 to 5. So if you have a Bible nearby, uh, grab it and follow along with me. Psalm 75, and this is a song of Asaph. We give thanks to you, O God. We give thanks for your name is near. We recount your wondrous deeds. At the set time that I appoint, I will judge with equity. When the earth totters and all its inhabitants, it is I who keep steady its pillars. I say to the boastful, do not boast. And to the wicked, do not lift up your horn. Do not lift up your horn on high or speak with haughty neck. Well, we saw last week that the Psalms of Asaph take up real issues like why do the wicked seem to prosper? And last week, we also saw that Asaph, inspired by God, reminded us that there will be a day of judgment and justice. And Psalm 75 also takes up this issue by reminding us, verse 2, at the set time that I, God, appoint, I will judge with equity. Verses 4 and 5 are a reminder to the wicked and really to all of us to not be boastful. Verse 4 says, do not lift up your horn, which is a reference to horned animals like deer and cattle and goats, who when they want to strut or, or prove their power, they raise up their horns. This is a visual reminder here to not be boastful. The wicked should not boast, for they will face judgment. And the believer need not boast, for it's only because of Christ that we are not numbered among the wicked. We too face judgment, and our only hope is not in self or our accomplishments, but in Christ alone. As the Apostle Paul said in Galatians 6, 14, far be it from me to boast, except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. And speaking of boasting in the Lord, I really want to focus a little while this morning on verse 1. We give thanks to you, O God. We give thanks for your name is near. We recount your wondrous deeds. First of all, Asaph says in general, we give thanks to you, O God. You know, so often when I hear the call to give thanks, I think of Jesus' encounter with the 10 lepers in Luke 17. If you're not familiar with the story, check it out. Uh, but a quick summary is that all 10 lepers ask Jesus to have mercy on them, and all 10 are healed. But only one returns to thank Jesus and to praise God. You know, so often it seems to me that, that we ask God for this or that or the other thing. But then when he provides, we too often fail to return in prayer to thank him. And I know too often I fail to thank God for the everyday things. But you know, one of the things that's helped my wife Jeanette and I is that most days uh, after one of us cuts off the alarm, we come back to bed for just a brief moment of prayer. And just something simple we do is that one or both of us thank the Lord for waking us up and giving us another day. I don't share that to put the spotlight on us or, or in any way to appear to be some spiritual giant, but that simple act at the beginning of the day is helping us become more thankful to God for the everyday things of life like work and family and shelter and food uh, and health. And I can tell you that being thankful also makes us more mindful of those who struggle to have even these necessities. 
But still some days I, I struggle to be as thankful as I should. But this simple discipline has helped. You, you might try it or perhaps uh, develop an even better discipline of thanksgiving for yourself. And I want you to notice that Asaph is specifically thankful that God's name is near. To say God's name is near is to say God himself is near. To be thankful God is near could mean to thank God for his omnipresence. To be thankful that God is everywhere. To be thankful God is near could mean being thankful that God is right here with us. He's ready, willing, and able to help. But commentator James Boyce suggests that in the context of this psalm, Asaph may well have in mind that God is near as in God is still in charge of this universe. He has not turned his back on it or abandoned its rule to others, but he's still present and presiding over everything that happens. As the old hymn sings, this is my father's world. Oh, let me ne'er forget that though the wrong seems all so strong, God is the ruler yet. Personally, I don't think we necessarily need to choose between these three options of God's nearness. God is present everywhere. God is present personally with us. And God is still presiding over his universe. So let us give thanks to God. Let us give thanks for God is near. Well, let's give thanks now. Let's pray together. Lord, we indeed thank you for giving us this day. Thank you for waking us up and breathing life into us. Thank you for your provision of shelter and food and clothing and work and friends and family, just to name a few. Lord, we're thankful for your provision. And we do pray for those who do not have adequate daily needs. Provide for them, O oh Lord. And show us how we might give a hand up to those in need. We thank you that you are near. You are everywhere. You're personally near to us and you continue to preside over this universe. Oh Lord, we give you thanks. We offer you our praise. Throughout this day and every day, call to our minds your wonderful deeds so that we might praise you all the more. In Jesus' name, amen. We'll give thanks to the Lord. Recount all his wonderful deeds. God bless you all. Have a wonderful week. Goodbye.